This is Willis White, former coach of the Salem Spartans, and this is Crunch Time. Studios of WPLY in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia. This is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. Woo! It's crunch time, baby! I'm telling you, it's getting crunchier, too. <laughs> We're getting close to the end of the season. And uh, these games are, I mean... Uh, we have some mammoth matchups. Uh, we've got some great games today. Uh, we've got three uh, local crunch teams in the area still playing. Um, so we're excited. I mean, we, we uh, those games will happen later on this afternoon. We're going to talk about all that. Um, Captain Crunch here. You're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. And like I said, it's game day, boys. Uh, Saturday state semifinals. It's all on the line uh, to get to the show next week, the state finals, and and to vie for that state championship trophy. And I, I know from interviewing a lot of past uh, great players and coaches that even late into life, not to add more pressure, but even late into life, these memories and championships are still cherished. I mean, yeah. they're important. And uh, But, you know, uh, to make it this far really is a, a credit to these teams. I mean, uh you know, you've only got, what, four teams left in each division. Yeah. And that's saying something across the state. So, But uh, like I say, we have um, two local state semifinal games involving three crunch teams um, that are of particular interest to us here. Um, we're guaranteed that at least one crunch team will be playing in the Class 3A state finals okay. uh, next Saturday at Liberty University in Lynchburg. So that's because of Botetot and Heritage uh, squaring off. Um, so that's our 3A contest, uh, a rematch of last year's state final. Great yeah. game. Heritage won up at City Stadium 42-39 and went on to win a state championship. Um, the other uh, absolutely large game in the Valley is Salem entertaining a very good Tuscarora team. Um, say it to me, Jimmy. Jimmy loves to say it. Yeah, Tuscarora. <laughs> <laughs> He's been practicing all week on All that. week. Uh, all right, so let's set the studio today. Uh, to my north, we got Coach Randy Lefwich, uh, the man behind the uh, curtain, the guy that makes it all happen. Thank God, because Jimmy and I don't know what he does. <laughs> nice. But it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, and to my right, uh, you guessed it, Mr. B. Uncommon, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of CrunchMVP.com. For great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the New River Valley, CrunchMVP.com. And, Jimmy, this is a great time to think about Christmas, right? We're, you know, it's gift-giving time. Oh, yeah, and there's uh, not a better gift that you can give. Uh, we spoke of this last week a little, but, uh, you know, to go out and, and to purchase a picture on CrunchMVP.com uh, of your child doing a sport that they love, something that they'll have and cherish for the rest of their life, uh, go check it out. There's a lot of games out there. And I would also tell everybody, wait till you see the photos from the state semifinal games we're going to have out there either later tonight or first thing in the morning. Well, you'll also do photo sessions with people, with families, if they want, you know, to do the holiday photo sessions 
they can yep. call you as well. Yep. Or senior pictures. Senior pictures. Yep. That's yeah. true. And yeah. it was funny, right after Thanksgiving, I did a family of 19. So it was really? like uh, herding cats there for a little while. Wow. But, yeah. So Nice. Yep. <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, crunchmvp.com. E- even if you you don't think you're going to buy pictures, go check it out. It's fun to go look at yeah. the photos because you literally can almost follow the game play-by-play play just by the photos. We take so many photos. Jimmy does a great job, and he's got some uh, some guys working for him that, you know, can really uh, tote the camera, too. So, um, But he does a great awesome. job with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, we're looking forward to some great games today, as I said. As always, go out and support these local teams. Cheer them on. Yeah. If your team's done, go out and support local high school football. That's it. I mean, uh, you know, it's such a great sport. And when you talk to people that uh, spend a lot of time with it, it, you know, there's probably no better team sport. There's a lot of uh, players involved. There's a lot of work involved. And uh, it really takes, you know, a village to, to get wins out here, especially this time of year. So, anyways... Um, We've got a game at Salem. Uh, I think that's at uh, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock today. 2 o'clock. So we got Salem at 2, uh, hosting Tuscarora. And then out at uh, Daleville, uh, Heritage is coming in to take on Lord Botetot. So I just hate you have to choose. I know. Exactly. I hate that. I mean, can we not stagger these games? I'd love to see them both. Well, yeah. But here's what you do. You go to one game, and then you take your radio, and you put your headset on, you and go. you listen to the other game. True. You know, that's that's how you do it today. This is, you know, it's a techno what is it, technological world that we're in these <laughs> days. So you have to you have to maneuver around some of these things, but it's okay. Is that a little can, bit of coach genius right there? Look there at you that. Go. You you know, know. He drops some knowledge on you. If you hang right. around him long enough, you you're know. either gonna learn something or you know, something's gonna happen. Or you'll lose a minute of your life, you'll never get back. So <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Today's show is a little bit different. Um, we're going to um, uh, because the games are haven't played yet, uh, this is gonna be a pregame show. Yeah. So um, we're gonna talk, you know, uh, uh, a little bit here in a minute about um, each of the games coming up and a real treat today yeah. uh, is we've changed our format a little bit. We're gonna uh, for this week only, we're going to bump our uh, Haley Toyota legendary um, coaches and coaches players, and players interviews yep. to next week because we have four interviews uh, yeah. uh, of the coaches uh, actually talking about the games before they play today. Nice. So, uh, we, so we wanted to focus on that, and we appreciate Haley Toyota for sponsoring all of our interviews. They do a great job over there, and Chuck Baker and the team. So uh, we we do appreciate that, but. So it's going to be a little bit different. So uh, quickly, uh, with the guys in the studio here, I just want to—I want you to tell me what's top of mind. Just one quick thing about the games today: is there one game or one matchup or something today that really you're really interested in seeing how it plays out, Coach? Well, it, it's not how you start it; it's how you finish. Ooh! And when you look at these teams, and you look. From all the way from Appomattox, the G-Men, Heritage, Lord Bonitat, Tuscarora, Salem. You look at these teams. You look at Heritage. They're on a 12-game winning streak. You look at LB, 13-game winning streak. Tuscarora, 12-game winning streak. Salem, 6. Graham, 8. Appomattox, 9. It's how you finish. Right. And right now, these teams are in state playoff, state championship mode right now. Mm. And they're moving. And that's the key thing. The team that really I'm watching right now is Heritage and Brad Bradley. Because Brad Bradley right now, in my mind, 
is with a team that he can walk into halftime, he can be down 10 points and he can make the changes. And boy, these these kids come out and execute. Yeah. And I know K.J. Vaughn last week, six touchdowns. We watched this, you know, but it's one of these things where these kids are dialed into him right now. And whatever he puts out there, and I know Jamie Harless has said, look, this is my white well. Right. And, you know, and I know Jamie's been talking some this week. It's been in the paper and the Monotide B, I believe it is. And he's been, you know, talking that he's ready for these guys. Yeah. Well, guess what, Jamie? You better be ready for these guys. Wait a minute. Can I stop you just one second? Stop me. So you're you're loving on my great eight number one team? I am loving on your great eight <laughs> wow. number one team wow. this morning. Okay. All right. I but just no, wanna... but look. We know how this game is going to go today with Heritage and Bonneton. It's going to be Rice. It's going to be Vaughn. It's going to be Rice. It's going to be Vaughn. Don't forget Rivera. Well, and Rivera. But it, but it's really who can stop who today. Yeah. And that's going to be the key thing. When you break it down and you look at Heritage, Heritage has scored 512 points this year. Lord Bonneton, 434. But it's the points against 196, 123. They don't give up a lot of points to people. You're talking about Heritage. Well, Heritage and Lord Bonneton. Lord right. Bonneton's only given up 123 points to people okay, this year. Okay, there you go. So there's, you know, Heritage is 196. So there's the grind right there. There's the grind. It's not a lot of points. So you better get them early. You better get them fast. And if mistakes happen, take advantage of them. Yeah. And so don't be surprised if this game is not a field goal game today. Or it's like the pros, like the pros, and, and you know that's anytime we we bet on a game or somebody sits there and says, "Hey, what do you think?" NFL's a field goal league. Well, guess what's happening in the high school football in this area? Last time they played, what was it? Forty two thirty nine. Forty two thirty nine. That's right. It's a field goal league. You got you've got to score. You got to score quick, and you got to take advantage. Well, of Well, and that begs to you know you ask the question: Who has the better field goal kicker? And I would say they're both good kickers. They're both good kickers. Um, so and the uh, weather's not against them today. That's right. That's the thing. You you've got a little breeze blowing, but that's about it. The weather's not against you today. Now, granted, you get down into that hole at LB. Yeah, that's you know that blocks some of the wind. I'm sure either that or it whips it around quite a bit. Right. And so I think these guys are going to be ready, but. It's going to be whoever the workhorse is today, and if you can stop that workhorse, you'll win this ball game. Who uh, who do you think has an advantage on the grass? Does Botetourt since you know uh, is used to playing on turf? They're used to playing on turf, but this is home cooking, right? This is LB, you know, and this is where Jamie Harless should sit there and say, "Hey, I feel good about what you you know." Look, you've won thirteen games. Right. You're on a thirteen game winning streak. The only thing that scares me is is that I think it's six or seven of those games were won by eight points or less. See, I think that's a strength. It, you know, to me, I look at that as, you know, I've always said, you got to show me that you're the authority. Right. You view it as a strength. I view it as, I want you to be, a, you know, I want right. you to be the authority out there. I want you to put the dagger in them and you, you know, I don't want you to run the score up to 150. Right. But I want you to prove to me, boy, you're the best team on that field. You can score at will. You can score when you need to score. You get out there and you do it. He sounds like a coach, doesn't he? I know. Uh, I'm that's, ready. You know, that's I mean, I'm the ready thing. To run out of the locker room. Exactly. Right now. You know, somebody. Put your pads on. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> but no, that's that's what I've waited for, Lord Bonneton. And Jamie has proved me wrong all year. Jamie has won 13 games this yeah. year. You know, so whoever comes out of this game will represent this area in such fine fashion. It's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. So good luck to both teams today. It's, it's going to be well. A good and one. just a tease in the interview of both these guys, you hear some mutual respect. 
Well, you have to. You hear some mutual respect for each other. Yeah, you have to. But the key thing here is, and you made reference at the beginning of the show, these coaches, Bradley and Harless, will go down as legends in this area. But at the end of the day, the question that will be asked, how many titles they have? Who's got the hardware? Who's got the hardware? And who's got the hardware right now? Bradley's got one. Bradley's got one. At least one at Heritage. At least one at Heritage. So yeah. we know, you know, but I'm saying Bradley's got the hardware. Harless wants that hardware. He's got to make sure them kids want that hardware. Doesn't Coach make you want to go to that one game? I mean, we got Salem Tuscarora over here. You know. And, and you know, Coach. I'll, I'll, you know. I'll make you want to go to Salem here in a minute, too. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great, great comments there. All right. Uh, MVP, uh, what's the one thing in the games? What's the one thing that you, you, you're interested in seeing? What's the one thing that's kind of jumping out at you, Jimmy? Yeah, the, the thing I think that's jumping out at me, and Coach touched on it, you know, is we all know that they're going to be going after a hunter. I yeah. mean, we, we know that. So, yep. to me... Hunter uh, Rice, the that's running correct. back for Rice, yep. So, for me, in order for Lord Botetot to move forward, uh, there's going to have to be other players that step up. So, yeah. that's that's the big thing for me, which hopefully uh, James Ryan Salvi... We'll pick it up. Yep. And then I also think his favorite target, uh, Kyle Arnholt, will, uh, you know, hopefully play a big role. 6'3", you know, tall receiver out there, catches everything. So I've ridden the Lord Botetot horse since the beginning of the season, (laughs) and I'm still riding that horse. Yeah. And I will ride that horse all afternoon today. So, yeah. And you'll be at that game, right? Yeah. Mike Dermont and uh, Tommy, the crew, will be there at that game. And uh, so it's going to be... Should be a great pitcher taking day. Light's not going to be an issue, and uh, the it's it's going to be it's going to be a nice. And it's funny, you know, this morning, Carl and Coach, I woke up early, excited about going to this game. Nice. And okay, that's, it's been a while since I've. I used to wake up early, <laughs> worrying about a lot of things, but I woke up this morning uh, excited about going to this game and seeing what's going to happen and. I can only imagine if I'm as excited as I am what the players and everybody else must be feeling like. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right, so uh, great comments there, Jimmy. I'll be over at the House of Willis, the Salem Stadium with the field named after legendary Salem football coach Willis White. Okay. And I'm sure he'll be up in the box watching from you afar. Know. Yeah. But he loves uh, loves Salem football, and uh, um, I'm sure he'll be watching them and studying the game. And, you know, Coach White told me one time he can't watch football games like normal people. No. A lot of coaches are like that. You can't. I mean, they just, they, they've done it so long, they're always breaking it down, like they're breaking film down. Right. And he told me one time, I asked him how I could get better on the crunch. He said, what are you watching? And I said, the ball. And he said, you're missing the game. You're missing the game. That's, That's it. a coach. Yeah. But I got to watch the ball. <laughs> oh, I understand. No, I understand. But as a coach, you view it differently. Well, absolutely. You do. You, you, the whole game is totally different. And I'll have people ask me, they'll say, you know, can you go and enjoy again? It's like, no. Yeah. As much as I want to enjoy that game, You're breaking it down, I'm breaking you? it down. Yeah, and that well, bothers you. Over at Tuscar, over at the Salem Tuscarora game, the thing that's interesting to me, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but um, Tuscarora just happens to be the last team that beat the team that beat Salem this year, Martinsburg. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that was a few years back, but obviously. Martinsburg's been on a run. I think they're up to 58 56, games. I think 56 it is. I think I heard that last night. In a row. Yeah. So uh, the last team that beat them is this Tuscarora High School okay. that's coming down to Salem. So that's an interesting sort of circle there. Right. And uh, I think that Tuscarora's probably got a similar team to Martinsburg from what I hear. they got a yeah. quick little quarterback that can really throw it and run it. They've got a sophomore 
running back that a lot of the big Division One schools are already looking at as a sophomore, and they got a big right. line. But we're going to talk about that more here in a second. But um, very exciting. And then we're going to we're going to highlight the other games uh, around the state as well. But coach, uh, what's going on at Canales? Well, you know, we've got big games today. So for all of your tailgating needs, if you want some wings, if you want some barbecue, some ham and turkey and you know, something just to put in the back of the car and set up in the parking lot before your games, come on by Canales. We open up at 11 a.m. Uh, 1731 Grandin Road, right there beside the post office, right down from Patrick Henry High School. And I'm talking, we'll take care of all your tailgating needs. Don't forget, ACC Championship game tonight uh, to the Nation Wahoo Wah. And, oh, there it is. You know, God, it is. The year of the who, and Those we colors. know that. And so, but no, come on by, get your wings. Let's get you set up for these big games today. Hey, hey Coach, I, yeah, let, yeah let, me, let me jump in about Canales because uh, I was in there Wednesday delivering yes. the crunch. And um, now, you know, George... Canale, the owner, Correct. you know, he he saw me and he said, hey, Jimmy, he said, I want you to try something. So he let me try the fresh cut French fries. Yeah, he put oh, me in the army. I'm cutting potatoes oh, these wow. days. Yeah, yeah. So I looked at George. I said, do not tell my wife that I'm eating these French fries. But not only did I try them, I then ordered them. See? So I had to order fries. Wait a so minute. Didn't you just tell your wife? I know. Well, that's fine. You know, it's, if you're married, full disclosure is always very important. Exactly. On the radio? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, that's the way the kind of man I am. I but now, the, the rumor that I want to say real quick, yes. and of course, I'm the one starting this rumor. Okay. But I think they could be called... Jimmy fries. Now oh, I'm just saying uh -huh. that's what I've heard. So right. for you listeners, you want to have some good French fries? Go into Canales and say, "Hey, give me some of those Jimmy fries." Give me the Jimmy fries. Yeah. All right. Can a guy start a rumor by himself like that? <laughs> I've never met a man that just named a food item after his own self. You know, his own promotion. That's right. I'm going to the dog wedding and go, "Hey, those, those, those potatoes. Those are coaches' potatoes." What's going on down uh, at the dog? All the dogwood, man. I tell you, uh, they're rocking and rolling over there. Uh, I love that place. And again, you know, I always talk about this. You walk in there, the smells, yeah, uh, the look, the the places. It's not one of those. It's not one of those places where you go in and you feel like you're in a you know a brand new place. It's no. like, you know cold and I mean it just feels. I mean you can just feel the warmth in there of the people. It's family. Yeah, it's family when you walk yeah. in there. And I, I I swear the food when I start eating it, I look around and see if mom's back here in the kitchen because I know. I mean it tastes like mama's back there cooking it. Yeah, and um, I'll tell you uh, when I walk in over there. There's no one that greets me with a bigger smile than Jessica. So yeah. shout out to Jessica. Hey, Jessica all right. smile. I'm sure she smiles at everybody when they come in. But uh, I know great. I was there the other day, and Jessica said, "Hey, coach, you want to try the Jimmy Bacon?" I said, oh. Wait a minute. I said "What? The Jimmy Bacon? <laughs> We're gonna have a whole Jimmy line here exactly before we get done." Well, I want to call out Brandy, too, because, you know, she'll punch me in the arm if we just call it Jessica. So exactly. Brandy's a sweetie over there, and, and she takes care of her. They, they all do a great job, Brandy, Jessica. Keith Poff, the owner, uh, Jamie, uh, those guys really take care of you. And the thing I like about it is you're in there eating, but you're also getting great conversation. Sure. I mean, the people that walk in there, you're like, it's a who's who. Right. Every time I go in there, I, I see people I haven't seen in a while, and they're all congregating there at the Dogwood because of the great food. Yeah, no, my favorite uh, waitress over at uh, Canales is Coach. You know, he's, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, he's a good one, Coach. I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, he smiles every, every time <laughs> I see him, too. I'm, so. I'm bringing the food to the table, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
uh, having a lot of fun today. All right, we got a great show. Um, like I said, we have something special for you today, these short interviews with all coaches uh, that are playing today in the area. That's, that's a lot of fun. Had fun doing that. And, yes, we spoke with Coach Wheelbarger from Tuscarora. He's in the mix. Uh, very nice uh, gentleman, and uh, he's got some quiet confidence about him. I just okay, feel, yeah, like so, you know, uh, Salem uh, uh, meets that kind of stuff head on, and I'm sure Tuscarora does too. So that yeah. that one's going to be a good one. Uh, again, we're pushing uh, this week's Haley Has It for Less Haley Crunch uh, Legends uh, interview to next week, so we have time for these coaches. Thank you so much. Uh, don't miss the Jimmy thing. Uh, it's going to be special today. Yeah, I feel like go. it's going to be really good. Jimmy's rolling his eyes over beside me. You can't see it, but I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm putting the heat on him because I think it's going to be really good. We're also going to do five things you need to know about football, high school football this week, and a quick review of our grade eight. Our grade eight hadn't changed because we hadn't had any games, but right. um, we'll do a quick review of that. And before we go to break, Jimmy, can you give us a, a rundown of today's state semifinal game? Yeah, here we go. So uh, we'll look start for uh, class one where we're going to have Galax versus PH Glade Spring, and that's going to be at uh, 3. And we also have F Essex at Riverheads at 1.30. So going into Class 2, uh, we've got Thomas Jefferson at Stewart's Draft at 1 p.m. today. And then we have Graham versus Appomattox at 2 p.m. And then we jump into uh, the Class 3, and we have uh, Goochland uh, versus Hopewell. And then, of course, uh, you have the uh, Lord Botetot versus Heritage, or Heritage versus Lord Botetot. We jump into uh, the Class 4, and you have P.H. Ashland at Lake Taylor at 1 o'clock. And then you have Tuscarora at Salem at 2 o'clock. Uh, jumping into Class 5, uh, we've got Varney, Varina right, versus, yeah. yeah, sorry about that, versus Mari at high noon. And we also have uh, North Stafford at Stonebridge at 2 o'clock. And then rounding out into uh, the Class 6, uh, we've got South County at Westfield at 3.30 and Colonial Forge at Oscar Smith at 2. And there you have it, Carl. Thanks, Jimmy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Crunch Time. Stay with us. Hey, Roanoke, tis the season to get a great deal on a new or used Toyota. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Toyota Thon. Toyota's biggest sale event of the year is in full swing, and the deals couldn't be better. Every new and used vehicle will be on sale for this event, including their great selection of local trades and Toyota certified used vehicles. Toyota Thon only comes once a year, and it won't last long. Now is the time, and Haley is the place. From our family to yours, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And remember, Haley has it for less. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams. And regardless, if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. 
gives a whole new meaning to the three o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Man, I tell you, we're so excited about these games today. Um, Jimmy just went over them. We got a lot of great, great matchups and really potential great matchups for the finals. I mean, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. I, I tell you what, um, Verina, I just want to say Verina has really been on a roll. And I'm going to talk have. about them a little bit later, but uh, they're an interesting team to me. Yep. All right, but so in this segment right now, since we're pre- game uh, this weekend, what we're going to do is we're going to hear a little snippet from each coach. Okay. So I had a little interview with each of them, and uh, I really like to hear their voices, especially right before the game. So let's start out with uh, Coach Bradley at Heritage. Is it a big advantage being last year's uh, D3 state champion as far as confidence for your kids? and Or do you feel like sometimes you got a target on your back when you're... When you're in that situation, um, I definitely think that we feel like we have a target on our back. I think that that's been since the beginning of the year. Um, but at the same time, I think that it also is a benefit because we kind of know we've been in these situations before. We've been in the state semifinal game before, so our kids have a little bit of an idea of what to expect in terms of crowd preparation and those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. So Spotswood was a big win. Uh, does a game like that? Uh, having to come from behind, albeit in the first half, but d- does that help your team's confidence as well? Is that if somebody gets out in front of you a little bit, you guys just come roaring back? Well, I think that it's one of those situations, it's, it, and I said this in the paper, it's not a cockiness, but it's one of those things that we do have a lot of confidence in our football team, and we talk about things in terms of plays. And if you're up 21 to nothing, you're only up three plays. If you're down 21 to nothing, you're only down three plays. So, you know, the average football game is about 160 plays in a game. So at the end of the day, you can't panic and you can't get too high when you're up. You just got to play the game and, and, and do what you've been coached to do. And you know, we feel like we have a real good uh, confidence that we can overcome certain situations. Is that something you can work on in practice or is that just something you're always talking to the kids? I think that's something you build during the summer. Okay. In terms of, of, of our off-season workouts, we put them in uncomfortable situations all the time. You know, we, we don't want to be comfortable. We don't want to be where we're always, it's easy. You know, we want to make our off-season workouts as hard as possible to make kids have to work and overcome adversity. Whether that be heat, whether that be cold, whether that be the wet, whatever it may be, I think that when you perform under adverse conditions in off-season workouts and in practice, then when it comes to the game, you can overcome a lot of things. Most definitely. And I, and I think, you know, going back to the, you know, overcoming three plays, I think it's just one of those things that you have a mindset that, you know, you play to get to the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, and that's where you're going to win or lose almost every football game. 
And if we can get there and have a chance to win, then that's all we can do. And you've got to make the plays within that last five minutes in order to win the football game. Right. All right, let's, let's turn our attention to Lord Botetot. A lot of people have been waiting for this matchup, hoping you guys would get back together again. Uh, last year, you guys played a, a, a tough game up at City Stadium. I mean, that thing got to 42-39. Uh, to 39. You guys won and went on and then won a state championship. Is, is Botetot one of those teams that you kind of you look at at the beginning? I know you look at games one, one by one, but are, are they a team that you kind of keep an eye on? I mean, I, I don't think we ever do that. We don't look ahead at anybody. We always have our focus on whoever's at, at, you know, on our schedule that next week. Right. And, you know, we know Botetot has a really good football program. I mean, they got, uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for their administrators. I got a lot of respect for their kids. Um, so, you know, I think that, uh, you know, they, they've proven that they can be in the hunt pretty much every year. Uh, but in terms of being Botetot, it's just the next team on the schedule. And it's the team that we have to beat in order to get a ticket to the dance. Gotcha. You know, and I'm sure they're saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're still doing a lot of things the same way. Uh, Hunter Rice is a tremendous football player, one of the best ones around here and the best ones in the state of Virginia. Uh, so you got to stop him first. Uh, their quarterback, number three, is very elusive. He's a tough kid. He throws the ball better than a lot of people give him credit for. And defensively, you know, the 3-4, they, they've always done that. And uh, it's something Botetot's done for a while, and they play a very solid fundamentally sound 3-4. So, you know, we definitely have our challenge ahead of us. It's going to be a really good football game. We're excited about that opportunity. Man, I, I love hearing the coaches. I love hearing yeah. Coach Bradley in his own voice talk about the challenge coming up and talking about some things that uh, that he's overcome. And, you know, when you hear there's a target on us. Well, sure. Uh, I mean, you know, after being a state champion last year, um, and, and he takes it to heart. Right. Well, and the thing that I like, the comment, he said, there's not a cockiness here about it. Well, there's a Ric Flair mentality, though. To be, Woo! you know, to be the man, you better beat the man. And right now, Brad Bradley's the man. Right. And he's got his team. And when he walks out on that field, there's a swagger there. And the reason there's a swagger there is you're good. Yeah. And you know you're good. And you know what you can do from, you know, week to week. I like the mentality. Don't look ahead. You look to the team you're getting ready to play. Because that's the team that's in your way right now. Gotcha. And right now, Lord Botetot, he knows they're in his way right now. Jamie Harless is the same way. Heritage is in his way. you got to look at that team that's in front of you right now. And so he's ready. These guys are ready. They've been here before. That, that's where I give Heritage a little bit of the edge. Okay. They've been here before. They've won this title. They know how to do it. And, man, he, he gets them ready for these big games. Yeah, I, I really liked his comment. And, of course, you know, it's it's un, it's unfortunate I've not thought of it this way. But he said if you're down by 21, it's only three plays. Yeah. And that's a that's a great way to look at it. And, and I will also say from last year's state championship, uh, with Heritage playing at Liberty like they did last year, it's it's like a home game for them. Yeah, right. And so that's, that's to their favor. However... I wouldn't buy your tickets just yet because you still got to get through the Cavaliers. Exactly. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Great, great comments. All right. So uh, we're going to move through these quick, but the next interview we have is with Jamie Harless at Botetot. So Heritage is playing Botetot this afternoon at 1.30. So let's hear Coach Harless. First of all, Coach, congratulations on a great season. I told you this before, maybe one of your best uh, coaching jobs ever uh, and I think that because of key injuries, I mean, you have really had to work around some injuries. Lost Rice early, he came back, lost Evan Eller, great player. 
he's out for good. I mean, just a lot of injuries. And I know coaches have to deal with that and teams have to deal with that. But you've done a great job with that. And also, you know, some new players on your team, those guys uh, come into your area, you know, they're not, they've got to learn the system. You've got to really coach them up. They've got to gel together and create that chemistry that you need to be good. So I just, I think you've done a really good job. So uh, how tough is it to refocus a team, say after injuries like that? Is that, is that, uh, you know, and get their identity right? Is that, is that hard to do or how tough is that? Yeah. I, you know, I think anytime, you know, you have a, you know, players go down that, you you know we're very dominant high level uh players it's tough because of confidence level you know obviously if you're on the field and confidence level goes down it's not that, that the kids don't believe in the next guy it's just they knew what that other guy was capable of and i think sometimes that can raise or lower uh how a kid plays from a, from a uh, from the mental standpoint but um you know like you said, you know, we finished out uh, being a very good Bluefield team without Hunter or Evan. Right. Uh, that one, um, you know, not going to lie, when I went in at halftime, my stomach didn't feel too good. <laughs> but, um, you know, kids came out. Uh, we were behind, actually came from behind to beat them without either one of those guys. And, you know, it looks like Bluefield's probably going to win a state championship over in West Virginia. And, um, you know, they're a very good program. Coach Simons, first-class guy. Uh, very complimentary of our team after the game. You know, they're, uh, they're you know, I enjoy playing them. Yeah. He's a top-notch fella. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, being able to beat them is, is, a, is a big deal. But it's, it's definitely been a very challenging year. Hey, well, so uh, a really good, uh, tough win against uh, Northside this past week. Uh, you've complimented those young men over there and their abilities. Uh, your schedule, you know, some of the teams that you play are really tough. Um, do you feel like that gets you ready for the for this kind of challenge of trying to make a run for a state championship? I think all teams bring a different element, um, but you know, and you don't ever want to call playing somebody or a program the kids a bad team, right? Um, you know, you know, you may call them less competitive. Um, if you play four or five of those in a row, you go backwards. That's a fact. You know, it's just like anything else. Um, you got to have some games where you're pushed, or you can't grow. You know, it's not a, I, I think a weekend, week out deal can be very brutal on you. But, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely been a, been a, uh, a lot of tough uh, teams. All right. So speaking of the next challenge, I mean, uh, Heritage, uh, last year, you guys went round and round uh, deep in the playoffs. I, they won 42-39 in the state semifinals. What's different about Heritage this year? What are we going to see later on this afternoon in your game with Heritage? What What do you expect to see out there? I, you know, I see a very similar team. Um, you know, the biggest difference is um, obviously the, the, the Blake kid who's up at Delaware State now quarterback and uh yeah i mean you know he, he was a he's a very special football player um you know you get a kid at 6'5 225 pounds and he can throw the ball 65 70 yards and he can run like a you know baby cam newton that's what i was calling <laughs> uh, but you know when when uh, when you you got a guy like him he is a 
tremendous difference maker. Uh, obviously, they you know they've got a very talented football team, and uh, you know they, and they always will. Um, you know, Heritage is a very I think talent rich uh, school, right? And, and they they've been able to plug the pieces in that, that they've lost. Their their offensive line is uh, bigger than it was last year. Those kids are definitely uh, good football players, strong, fit kids. Uh, you know, they, they do a good job getting the kids in the weight room. You can see their bodies, and you can tell that. So what about their, your thoughts on their two backs? I mean, you've got Hunter Rice, which everybody loves, uh, behind uh, behind center there. When he gets the ball, uh, he's either going to run over you or run by you. But they've got a couple good running backs. That JT Vaughn, I mean, he's like a, a minibus. He's hard to get your arms around. And then Christian Rivera gets overlooked, but he's a little bit quicker, and he's a physical back. Yeah, both those kids are great players. Uh, you know, Vaughn kind of reminds me of a Jerome Bettis-type kid. Some of some of some of the young but high school players probably won't know who that is. <laughs> um, R- Rivera's definitely he's got a he's got a little bit of lightning in those feet. He's he's got some twitch and pop and very scary back. He makes good cuts and he runs through tackles. You know, they got they got two talented kids that can take it to the uh, take it to the house every play and will be a challenge. I, I was always interested in this. Does it help your defense that they see Hunter Rice, your running back, during the season, you know, when you're practicing and before? I mean, they're seeing a, a quality back all the time. they got to tackle Hunter Rice in practice. Does that help them when they get to games like this? Well, you know, you don't necessarily tackle your prize bull in practice. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, you know, and I, I can't speak to other teams. We do not, uh, we do not have a lot of contact in practice. Okay. Um, you know, we we spend the preseason doing that um, attempt, and you know, maybe I'm wrong. The physicality of the game comes from being fresh and knowing your assignments and doing things the right way. And I think sometimes. Uh, you know, if you, you beat the kids up too much during the week, it, it leaves them uh, without some gas in the tank at the end of the week. I tell you, just the, hearing it in the coach's voice uh, yeah. is just, uh, in their own words, is, is outstanding. And and you can hear the passion in both these guys uh, getting ready to square off against each other. Jimmy, what'd you, what did you take from that? Yeah, a couple of things that I, that I got from it was, uh, first of all, if you would have, if we all would have thought that they would be 13-0 right now, and they would be playing football at times without both of their star players. I think uh, the thing I hear in that is the confidence that the team has and the confidence that whoever the guys are that are on the field, that's who they're going to play with and that's who they're going to win with. So those, that stuck out to me. And, um, you know, I just, Jamie's this, uh, you know, Jamie's from Washington County, which Coach is Harless. the same, same yep. Coach Harless. Yeah, Coach Harless is from Washington County, the same county I grew up in. So, he speaks my language. I understand him, and uh, so you know that's those are some of the things I picked up. Yeah, that's good. Well, you know these these two programs, the two coaches they have are great coaches, and the kids buy in to what they're selling, right? And they play as hard as they can for these two men, and they get out there every week, and they give them a hundred and ten percent. There's no doubt about it. These kids are ready to play. I had somebody make a comment to me this week and say, well, you know why Lord Bonitant's as good as they are? It's because the transfer kids come in. Right. No. Mm-mm. LB's as good as they are. It's because where it starts, and it starts at the top, and that's Jamie Harless. 
and Jamie Harless takes whoever he has planned for him, and he turns them into a team. I don't care where he gets his kids. His kids could, you know, be in Salem one year and come to Lord Balatot. Well, guess what? They're going to have to come into that LB team. Hey, and we have a lot of kids that move around. We all do. The place. We do. You yeah. take a look at Roanoke with PH and Fleming. One week, you know, they could be over right. at Fleming, and the next they move, and they're over at PH. You right. just don't right. know how things work out. I like Jamie Harless. Jamie Harless is a great coach, and we know this. The only thing that we see LB sometimes is they start flat sometimes. Slow start. There's that slow start. Last week, it didn't happen. Right. They kind of jumped on north side a little bit last week. And so if they can start and have that good start this week, we're going to have a dogfight. I'm telling you that now because, you know, Bradley and them don't start that slow. Right. They kind of they kind of go. But if they come out and they both start, boy, let me tell you, that that smoke you're going to see rising over top of Botetourt is going to be that fire that's coming out of that hole over there. Right. These two teams will beat each other to death. And there'll yeah. be great photos from that game today, <laughs> too, I'll tell you. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, those are great points. And the one thing I will bring out about this game, which uh, we, we can't talk enough about. First of all, i got to apologize to K.J. Vaughn. I keep calling him J.T. I don't I'm, know why you're calling him I'm J.T. I'm trying to change your name, K.J., but I'm <laughs> K. sorry. No, K.J. Vaughn. Uh, I want to talk about K.J. Vaughn and Christian Rivera, the two running backs for um, Heritage. You know, okay. uh, K.J. is, is he's tough to tackle. Sure. He is a, he is a man. When he gets running, he's hard to get on the ground. He's, he's wide, and he's, he's pretty fast, and, and he hits the hole hard. But then they switch it up with Christian Rivera. Yeah. And uh, he's about 40 pounds lighter, but I'm telling you, he's just as physical. And he's got a little quick step. Well, and they're low and compact, too. They're low and compact. That's that's the hard thing to stop. This is not a six foot five, you know, guy coming out of the backfield. I think KJ's, what, maybe 5'11", 5'10", if, right. if that. If that. And so they're really hard just to get a hold of coming out of that backfield. Yeah. So, uh, and then on the other side, you know, we keep talking about Hunter Rice, but, you know, there's been a guy who stepped in when Hunter was out, Dylan Wade. Exactly. And, uh, you know, in these big games, a lot of times the person that makes the biggest difference right. are guys you don't expect. You know, don't be surprised if Dylan Wade gets thrown into the mix and they send Hunter right and Dylan Wade's going left by himself and he's got the ball. Let me tell you, I would take Wade and put him down towards like tight end position today. You know, fake that, you know, handoff to Rice. And just turn around and right there is Wade and just toss it to Wade yeah. and let him, let him go. Because you like Jimmy said earlier, you've got to change things around a little bit. You, right. are, you The plan is rice, 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 rice. And rice is good for dinner six days out of the week. But boy, <laughs> on the seventh day, you got to get you got to get a little barbecue or something from oh. Canales. Uh, you is know, that a Canales reference? <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I, no, I, they just called me from Botetourt and said that uh, over at the concession stand, there will be Jimmy Nachos today. So you can go get those <laughs> if you're there today. So. Uh-oh. It started. All right, let's go to the next coach. Uh, we got uh, Salem coach uh, Don Holter. And I uh, really appreciate his time. He was a great interview. So here's Coach Holter. It's so hard to be consistent uh, when you take over a program. You've really done a great job um, with what, what you've done with this team. And I know you've, you've been with this team a long time as a coordinator as well, but you've really put your stamp on it. you got to feel pretty good about the, uh, about the first year so far. You know, it's not about me. I've got great kids and, you know, coaching a great community. I've had the opportunity to, um, I have some great assistant coaches that do an outstanding job. We work together well in preparing these kids and 
they focus up and execute what you want to do and we're both smart, fast, and physical. And that's, that's who our kids are. So now let's talk real quick about this EC Glass win. Cause that, I mean, that was a huge win. I've seen Glass play a couple times this year and I've seen you guys play several times. And we knew this was going to be a huge battle between two really good teams, two well-coached teams, two teams with a lot of skill guys and a lot of big guys that could really play. Uh, so my question is, does a game like that, um, a back-and-forth game like that, where you, they have the lead, you have the lead, you know, does that help you moving forward when you get to this part of the season in the playoffs? Is that is that a confidence builder, or is, is it a good thing that you, you have a game like that? Our kids are confident. Talk about taking on every challenge every week, and you take that challenge on with confidence, intensity, focus, and ferocity. And, you know, those those are some of the final words we, that I speak to them before. And our kids have no flinch. They're not going back down from anybody. And, you know, to get them to understand that when you get to this point in the season, everybody's good. Well, I got to ask you about you know, Salem and the second-half success. I know you, you know, you, you probably map out plays and map out a strategy against somebody right from the get-go. But for whatever reason, Salem always starts off the second half really strong. Every game I've ever seen Salem play, they just, uh, when you get them in the locker room and you get them refocused, whether you're way ahead or whether you're behind, which which is rare, but uh, it seems like in the second half, it's a whole new start. Is there some magic? I, I need to hear one of those halftime speeches because, I mean, I, it's amazing how, how well you guys do coming out in the second half. You know, we had that mentality. It's ingrained in us that it's just no flinch, never back down, and we just break it down. These are the things that we need to do better. This is who we are, and you need to start enforcing your will and just trust what you do and do it better, you know. And you come out and you have an answer offensively and get a stop and just be consistent in those things and right. have those answers. Um, as coaches, we're facilitators of that, but those, you know, those players actually have to go out and do that, and they, they've done an outstanding job. So let's turn our attention to Tuscarora, your next opponent. The, the Huskies are 12-1 and like you guys, just avenged their only loss of the year. 30 to, was Earlier, it was 30-28 to 28 to broad run. They beat them 30-7 to 7 this time. They're riding on a high. You know, when you look at a team like that, and I know you've been in that position too, when you, when you avenge a loss... I mean, you know, you probably got to settle your kids down and get them refocused a little bit uh, when you play in a game like that. You do, um, but um, I don't think there's going to be any any letdown. Right. Um, you know, this time of the year, everybody, you know, there were eight teams last Friday. There were you know, yeah. eight, eight teams left in 4D. Right. Now there's four. And uh, those four teams know what's on the line. It's win or go home. And I mean, it's funny, on the sidelines uh, at, the, at your game this week, I heard when, when they, you guys came out at halftime, I heard Bobby Pinello tell a couple guys, not today, we're not going home today. And you love to hear that kind of passion, and especially your middle linebacker and he played like it with 16 tackles i mean that's a that's a big night for uh, somebody like uh, mr panella yeah you know he he's been our our local leader yep. and by you know led by example as well on defense all year he was voted by his peers a team captain um you know he he he's been around this program this you know his fourth year and um he, he's learned from some good ones, and he's put his own touches on things. And, you know, he, he's an intense kid and student of the game. He, he does what you coach him to do, and he believes in our system. And, you know, how you do things. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it's winter go home, but you ain't going to beat me today. <laughs> well, now, Tuscarora has a really good quarterback in Ethan Gick. Um, is he sim- I haven't seen him yet. Uh, is he similar to Drayshawn Kendrick from Glass that you just played? Is he's he- similar. I mean, he, he's, he manages his offense very well. He, uh, re- you know, processes information. Um, you know, they're a zone read type team sure. and some counter power. He's a smart kid. Right. Does a good job leading that offense. And they've got a sophomore running back, this Bryce Duke kid, that's uh, done pretty well for him. Tells me they probably have a strong offensive line, but to have a sophomore that's six foot, 200 pounds, uh, I'm sure he's going to be a load out there. Um, it, it, do they depend on him quite a bit too, Coach? Uh, yeah, he, he gets quite a few carries. Um, he's got a little shake to him, and um, he runs hard, but runs behind his pads, and so you know, awesome. We, we're we're extremely um, disciplined and, and uh, to go on defense. So you know, it'll be a fun matchup. I love to hear coaches talk. He's got a little shake to him. He runs yeah. behind his pads. I mean, I just like that uh, the language they speak. But uh, this one's going to be a going to be a great game coach what uh what jumps out at you on this one well you know look there's a construction crew over in in salem and it's leftwich persinger and wood and boy they can <laughs> tear into some projects and just beat the daylights out of you and then then you throw the mules in and the mules they do their job every week and you know i really wish somebody at the beginning of the season would have told us how good salem was going to be oh, this bro. year you oh, know wow i really wish you know and if uh if they make it to the state title and win uh, don i want my ring uh, you know. oh, is, is coach the one that picked both ec glass and salem to win yeah last yeah week? i'm just trying to remember to yeah i like being in the middle of the fence here no look don holter's got a good team here and the key thing here is this is salem you know when you hear salem you know it's kind of you know, back in the day, we were taught with the Romans and the Spartans and the thing, you know, the Romans were 25 years in power, the Spartans 16 years in power, but the Spartans were bigger than the Romans, mm. and we knew this. Guess what? The Spartans are in power right now. Yeah, voting hey, history. And, yeah, and real quick, uh, th- these are the things that jumped out. Confidence, intensity. Yes. Don't flinch. Yep. And don't back down. Those are the things that that's when it. he said that, man, I was like, that's what yeah. jumped out at me. But boys, if you're listening, you're Spartans. Yeah. You represent that city today. You that's represent awesome. this area. You go out there, you swing that sword, and you take care of business. And you're a crunch team. You're a crunch team. You're a crunch team. One thing that stands out to me in these big games is when you get these good lines, yeah. is which line can get to the second level. Which line that's gets it. off the first block and gets to the linebacker. So if Pinella stays clean... If Bobby Pinello, the middle linebacker for Salem, stays clean, if those if Xavion Wood stays clean, those guys are going to make tackles. But if the, sure. the line can get off and get to the second level, that's where both, either team can cause problems. That's it. All right, let's let's hear from uh, Coach um, Coach Wheel Barger from Tuscarora real quick. We're, we're twelve and one right now, and and I have not just a group of kids, but a group of coaches that are just phenomenal people. We want this ride to go as long as we can because we enjoy being around these kids so much. It's a group that we do not want to say goodbye to, and we want to make sure we soak up every single minute we can. All right, I gotta ask. So you beat Broad Run recently, and and you actually avenged your only loss of the of the season. So, um, uh, what was the difference in the first game and the second game? Did you guys just come together throughout the season, or? What what was the difference? You know, it, it's funny. A lot of reporters have asked me about that, and and I think it's lost on a lot of people how many kids we had starting for the first time week one. You know, we had 14 kids experiencing Friday night for the very first time back in August in week one. 
and it was a state championship-like atmosphere. And so now when we play them again, 12 games later, we have a group of kids that know what it feels like before everything from the pregame to the locker room, every little bit of that atmosphere they had already felt. Um, and I think you saw a completely different team than what you saw week one. You know, we have a, a lot of ties when Tuscore opened. We had a lot of connections and ties come over from Broad Run. Um, so there were a lot of underlying things that kind of connects to that rivalry between our two schools. So it was a lot of fun. It's, it's definitely the way you want to you wanna spend your Friday after Thanksgiving. I know you've got a, a really talented quarterback in Gick and, and a good-looking young running back in Duke. But, you know... All of us around football, especially high school football, know uh, those guys, uh, they're only as good as those big guys up in front of them. So I, I'm assuming you have an outstanding line uh, going both ways, and your defense has to be strong by looking at the scores. So what can you tell me about your team, just if you were summarizing your team this year? What's your strengths? And, and I think you hit on that. You know, we have, we have a selfless leader. Um, and Ethan Gick, who who was a quarterback his whole life, and then stepped aside to a, to when when he realized last year Justin Allen, who's now down at Elon, um, was a phenomenal quarterback as well. Ethan sat there and learned another position. Ended up being a five A All State All Purpose player last year. Justin got hurt last year. He popped back in at quarterback. Justin comes back. He went back to receiver again. That's the kid leading us this year at quarterback. And he's a phenomenal football player. Then, like you said, we have Bryce Duke, who is only as a sophomore, but is already getting, you know, FBS Power Five offers um, because he's six foot. He's one ninety. He ran a four five back in the spring, um, and he works his his tail off. But you hit it, the trenches. Those linemen for us, they're a group of kids that that are just as hardworking as they come. Um, our right tackle, Noah Gick, who was an honorable mention 5A All-State tight end last year, moved down very selflessly to right tackle for us because that's what the team needed. And he's received a, a tremendous amount of, of Division One interest. You know, his, his top three right now are, are all high academic schools because he holds that as very important to him. You know, he's, he's looking at William & Mary Penn and Georgetown. Um, at left guard, we have another kid who, who has multiple Division One offers, uh, and he's being very heavily recruited by New Hampshire, and that's Gabe Elficke. But that's not underselling you know, the other three starters in Garrett Cheney, who started every game at left tackle, Ryan Palmer, who starts every game at center, and, and Luis Gann, who, who is the scrappiest of the five at right guard. I mean, they are a tremendous group up front. Oh, that's great. I love I love to talk about the, they call them the big uglies, but they're not really ugly. I love to talk about those big guys, though. They they never get any credit. Salem's the same way. They call their guys the mules. And then you yeah, know, yeah, our, our kids our kids saw that. They loved it. We need something like those guys. Great. So so I got to ask you, so, so what do you know about Salem this year? And what do you think the challenge is going in uh, playing Salem? Oh, I, I tell you what, we have not just on our coaching staff, but on our team, we have a ton of football historians, you know, and so we all know what Salem has accomplished. And quite frankly, it's something that we strive to be, you know, the success that Salem has put out year in and year out, the culture that they've built. Um, the expectations that, that their kids coming up have, you know, that's what we want. That's what we want someone to look at us for and say, oh, wow, they're just like Salem. Oh, wow. What a great job by Coach uh, Wilbarger. Really appreciate that. Smart coach showing Salem a lot of respect. Now they're coming after him. All right, we're going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Crunch Time. Hey, Roanoke, tis the season to get a great deal on a newer used Toyota. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Toyota Thon. Toyota's biggest sale event of the year is in full swing, and the deals couldn't be better. Every new and used vehicle will be on sale for this event, including their great selection of local trades and Toyota certified used vehicles. Toyota Thon only comes once a year, and it won't last long. Now is the time, and Haley is the place. From our family to yours, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And remember, Haley has it for less. 
Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. All right, we're back. Okay, we're going to jump right to the Jimmy thing. What you got, Jimmy? All right, Coach and Carl. What I'm going to talk about is the brotherhood. So I was fortunate to have two brothers, Tommy, a.k.a. Mama's Boy, and Philip, who I lost three years ago. I was then fortunate to get three more brothers later in life, Carl York, a.k.a. Meat, or Captain Crunch, <laughs> Mike Dermont, a.k.a. The Machine, or Mikey, and Mark Graham, a.k.a. BB or Big Brother. You've heard the term brotherhood used in sports, and if you've seen any football games this year, you get to see it, it go on at every game. There's no better display of brotherhood than when a brother gives up his jersey number and wears another brother's number out of respect for that other brother. We saw that this season when Hunter Rice, a junior, who started the season wearing number 10, started wearing number four after senior Evan Eller suffered a season-ending injury. Numbers are important to these athletes, and we get to hear why each game when we do the crunch interviews. It's our first question. Why do you wear number four or number 10? That number, in a lot of ways, is their identity. So going from number 10 to number four, well, that's a big 10-4 in my book any day, and that is my Jimmy thing. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Great job. All right, we got to move quick. Five things you need to know about football this week. Last year's Crunch Players of the Week are Virginia Western, Roanoke Crunch Players of the Week. We had two. We had Sean Collins, who returned a kickoff for 99 yards for a touchdown against E.C. Glass, and then middle linebacker Bobby Pinello, 16 tackles. In Lynchburg, it was E.C. Glass, center defensive lineman Holden Fretz. Just played, just a monster out there. Played a great game. Our number four thing, Verina, who I mentioned earlier, they're on a mission. They have already knocked out two defending state champions already in the playoffs. Nice. They beat Highland Springs, who won it last year, and they beat Manchester, who won uh, Division Five last year. Okay. So, uh, great job by Verina. Just to mention, a call out, uh, congratulations to Kelly Mitchell, who just got a scholarship offer from JMU uh, for a full ride to play football there. Great job, Kelly. We're proud of you. Um and then a call out for our past crunch player, Grayson Overstreet. Uh, Stanton River player led e uh, Emory and Henry to a 59-36 win over Ferrum College recently and wow. set the record uh, for the uh, Old Dominion Athletic Conference, 324 yards on 34, 35 carries. He wasn't even playing running back. He was playing defense. Look at that. Until that game. So great job there. And then number one, adding fuel to the fire, Coach uh, Bradley uh, certainly uh, he will tell you what he thinks. And uh, he... he told uh, the newspaper over in Lynchburg what he thought about uh, who had the best football, who were the toughest kids. And so we're going to find out today how that plays out. But uh, right. you got to love Coach Bradley. He tells yeah. it like it is. All right, quickly now, 
Our top, our grade eight, uh, just to review, number eight is Narrows, seven Northside, six North Cross, five is Pulaski County, four is EC Glass, three Salem, two is Botetot, and number one is Heritage. Great show today. Appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Uh, tune in next week, and we'll be talking about it all again. For Coach Randy, Fox, or for Coach Randy, he's Jimmy Crunch MVP. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all for him. Yeah,